1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey
2: Good morning, welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Sunday morning, a little stormy out there in areas. Uh, Got a little weather moved in during the night, but anyway, I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the outdoor show this morning. Is Jace our sponsors today? We have Texan Roofing, the CCA Star Tournament, Mainstream Marketing, Boyd's One Stop, and the Belleville Meat Market. All right, right now in Galveston, a few little showers around. Pretty good glob of it uh, around the Houston-Galveston area moving north a little bit. But uh, everything's sliding over to the east. But uh, right now they're calling for a 100% chance of thunderstorms likely this morning. Then a chance of scattered thunderstorms this afternoon with a high of 83. North winds will be shifting over to the south-southwest at 10 to 20. And that rain chance right now is 100%. Tonight, Scattered thunderstorms early, then partly cloudy after midnight, low near 75. Winds will be northwest at 5 to 10. That rain chance 40%. And then for tomorrow, and clouds and sunshine in the morning with more clouds later in the day. A stray shower or thunderstorm is possible with a high of 81. South-southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. So a uh, little change in the weather here. Looking at the guides for today. These are our Galveston Channel Tide predictions. We're on two tides today. We have a high coming up this morning at 7.04 a.m. It's a 1.8, and then a low tonight at 11.01 p.m. It's a negative 0.7. 6.19 a.m. is sunrise, 8.15 p.m. is sunset, and we're on a full moon. Our moon phase is 99%. Right now, looking at current conditions offshore, it's north-northwest at 27, gusting to 49. I had to look at that again, but that is correct. (laughs) It's 73 degrees out there with 83-degree water. Uh, Galveston Channel down there, it's 72 degrees with 86-degree water. North-northwest at 21, gusting to 29. Eagle Point is northwest at 10, gusting to 23. And up in the north end of the complex at Morgan's Point, It's west at 17, gusting to 24. So there it is. Not a favorable forecast this morning. I hope uh, somebody wasn't planning on getting out there early. You might have had something to contend with in the dark. All right, well, let's get to our call lines. Let's run over to the Tri-Bay area and check in with the hammer this morning over in the Freeport area and see what the weather's like his way. Glenn, good morning. What's up? Good morning, Captain Mickey.
3: What's up? Nineteen miles an hour at the moment. Hey hey, we there? Yeah. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, it's uh my wife uh <laughs> she'd been up most of the night with her little dog, but uh it gusted up to thirty six miles an hour a while ago when that thing blew through here. Uh, I'm looking at the little weather station. It's blowing nineteen out of the north northeast right now, so I don't know what happened. That thing kind of crept up on us. I wouldn't. I, I didn't know any weather was supposed to hit this morning. I, I guess I hadn't sit down long enough. Yeah, Stephen.
2: I just kind of threw up radar to look at it, and boy, there was a lot of rain built up on the border between Laredo and Piedras Negras, and a little bit down towards the coast, and it was drifting this way. But I had no idea it was going to make it this far. I didn't either. I, I somehow or another, just didn't sit watch watch the weather.
3: But uh, man, I. I felt the house kind of rocking and rolling and i thought of it wind blowing and sure enough she goes oh yeah when it blew through it was our little weather machine lit up when you get certain high winds uh this little circle starts uh turning into different colors on my little weather machine but anyway we had 36 mile an hour at the major gusts like i said it's blowing 22 right now so uh man kind of huppy out there uh I looked at the rain. The forecast for the rest of the week is supposed to be kind of rainy every day. Well, they, yeah, we are got predicting. a chance of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're pre- predicting rain just about every day. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, reporting from the Chi Bay area, it uh, seems to be redfish more than anything else. That, that, from anybody that I've talked to, uh, mm-hmm. next door here, Captain Brandon had a Friday morning. He come back in with four reds and six trout. and Yeah. His party had a real good time. They had plenty of action. Uh, The tides were bulled up that morning, but nothing like yesterday morning. Man, we had had salt water up in my yard um, right in front of my boat yesterday. Um, I mean, those tides were really high, and I couldn't figure out because the winds were weak. Really, really light winds. I mean, you couldn't even hardly tell which direction it was trying to come out of because the winds were so light. But he got out there again. He went out again with another party yesterday. I tried to try to repeat his uh, day before, and uh, no way. You know how it is. <laughs> you're on them one day and you're off of them the next day. He, uh, Here today,
2: gone tomorrow, man.
3: That's... Yeah, buddy. He uh, he came in and after working his butt off. He had two specks, one drum, and three sand trout, and that was that was for a pretty good effort. Uh, he had two fishermen plus himself on the boat. But anyway, uh I haven't been out myself and uh uh my water pump. I guess uh I guess my impeller slipped a key or something. I'm just not uh just kinda quit quit a
2: uh, quit pumping water out of the back <laughs> of
3: it. I mean it's usually I can take a little piece of stainless steel. Uh I got this little piece that came out of a popping cork, I keep it in my tackle box just in case I get some you know, and all that shallow water that'll run in, you get a suck up a, quite a bit of gravel and sand and stuff and every once in a while you'll get a little little piece of rock or something lodged in that uh, in that uh, 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 I want to call it something else but it's a uh, water release valve I guess you know but uh, no, it's just it just kind of started getting weaker and weaker as I was going across the bay I said man that thing ought to be spraying out you know I just I spent quite a bit of money this year on a, have a three hundred hour service, and they they went through the the water system, water pump, and all that stuff. But uh, I wouldn't think that I would already need one this quick. But I got to get it in. I need to. I'm gonna text you sometime today and get your mechanics number and see if I can have my, my motor looked at over there. All right. But uh, just a, just a few things, you know, and see if I need to. Maybe I need to remotor. You know, they you get ten, twelve years on them. Uh, that's quite a few hours, you know, the, the way we drive them. So, I'm not sure how many hours I got on that motor, but uh, and I don't know if yeah, it's time for
2: another or not. I don't you know. not, with, not with, you run a Honda, so that, I mean,
3: mm-hmm. you
2: know, I don't, don't run a it Life either. left in it. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it
3: should have. But anyway, like I said, I'm gonna get your mechanic's number and I'll talk to him and see if I can bring it to him. Having mean, you
2: go pulling it a hot or horn or anything with it.
3: Mm-mm. no not yet that's why i want to get it looked at before i do uh, well uh, I don't know, look I don't under the cowling and
2: see if your hose popped off going to that uh discharge you know that little tattler back there that shows you that it's uh that's a good idea to, that's a good idea i had one up. one time it came off it wasn't uh clamped properly at the factory and uh I noticed uh, it wasn't it wasn't peeing good back there, and uh, there was water under the cowling, and that's what it was. I just put a good tie wrap on it and cinched it down. And it was good to go. Well, I'll, check that first uh, sure, because it uh, sure look know, at it. Because I mean, if it was clogged up and that pump wasn't. Uh, wasn't working properly you'd get an air void or whatever yeah. inside right i'd get some kind of alarm going off you a, know, horn. Po- a pocket of air inside that impeller and everything and it'll pull a hot horn immediately so I'm, mm-hmm. at least it's not getting so, hot
3: right right well everything else is looking pretty good down here the, the water beside the weather that we're getting this morning and supposed to have this week uh it's been some outstanding looking water right on the beachfront and Everything from uh, the Freeport jetties to Stanley Pass really look right. nice on the beach. Uh, I'm sure they're catching some some uh, surf runners and tide runners and all that stuff. But uh the water condition on our beach is nice and green. Uh the bait availability down in this area is good. Uh all the boat ramps are open. Uh you know, with a like I said, with that wind light southeast winds. Yeah. Uh It really made a difference in our area. Boy, and we needed it. And we had a uh, coming coming out of all those tributaries. Had all that runoff coming for a couple of weeks. Had everything fresh. It was tough to find them because of the, that fresh water pushed them out towards the Gulf. And now uh, it's just one thing. I've mean, now Bull tides got them up in the reeds. You know, it
2: <laughs> well, turns around it's quick, tough, man. When you start getting these good. Plus, we pull those east winds for that long all year. No, we did. Watercolor on the oh. beach is prettier. You know, when you Beautiful. get that due south to southwest all the time, it just rolls that water up nasty. But when you get some eastern winds uh-huh. like we've had, you get good tides and good water. Well, up out of the blue
3: yesterday, I bought a bought a local newspaper on the front page said, get ready for a party. And uh, that Kappa Alpha something uh, here—they show up yesterday.
2: Oh, it's boy, that weekend I mean, deal, yeah. That's uh,
4: oh Lord that's have crowded. mercy. We
3: have <laughs> we have some traffic and some ambulances and some uh, emergency vehicles and sirens going off yesterday afternoon and last night, oh, buddy. Boy. God, it never quits down here. They used to you have know, that I'm,
2: in Galveston, so it's in Freeport d- now. D-
3: yeah, well, this time it was. And, I mean, they showed up, and, buddy, there was a line of traffic till I don't know how late they were getting off of this island last night. And they went down to the county. They didn't go on the immediate Surfside Beach because they got to buy a permit. So you go down to Beach Access Number 3, which is just east of me, right here Surfside, right between us and San Luis Pass, and it's an open – it's a county beach. And that's where they met, and that's where the, the, the deal was supposed to happen. And I had one of my police officer buddies. Uh, he's oh, a Lord. actually he's the director for EMS down here in Surfside, and he he stopped by just to shoot the bull just for a minute yesterday. and Had his black jacket sitting on next to him <laughs> on the seat, and all of his all of his stuff. They wanted them to. They said they had a I think seventeen Brazoria County, uh, sheriffs uh, on standby, and then then a bunch of local uh, other. Entities
2: that uh, we're chipping yeah, in. You get know, out and of hand. Down. That's not enough. <laughs> yeah, they said
3: they would rather have it and have it. You know, just in case it does happen, you got plenty of help. You know, because if if it does happen and you ain't got all the help, well, you know what it means. Anyway, it's better to have it than <laughs> to not have it. And uh, I'm thankful we do have the have the resources and the and the security that we do down here. It's a shame that people come. Come down to the beach and enjoy it, and they just take advantage of it. and
2: tear up everything. But well, that's anyway, why you're that. seeing a lot of a lot of talk about closing beaches and everything, just run ruining public. Well, yeah, for they, everybody, and it, uh, it's, it's coming. It's nuts. It's nuts, man. You
3: you can pay twelve dollars to get a permit to go on this beach all year long. Twelve dollars, and it ought to be twelve dollars a car a day. You yeah. know, just so. I don't know what it is. And yeah, just to pay for the clean up. Oh, yeah. It has helped us so many ways. I mean, $12 a year. Boy, they they jump on that. You know what yeah. I mean? Shoot. Mm-hmm. I should, no vehicles should be able to look, run them. Anyway, everything's good in the Tri-Bay area, buddy, and uh, I'll try to come up with some kind of report next week. I'm, a, I'm actually going to uh, – I ain't doing anything. I'm going to have that boat checked out first and see what I can find out, but no doubt. other than that other than that I've got plenty of openings I do a three person day uh a three person you know i don't i will take four if I
2: need to, but uh
3: usually yeah, it's just I'm, two I'm like
2: maybe you. Three i like people. three if you're fishing out of the boat, I like three <laughs> yes sir, yes, sir, more than three.
3: Well, uh, are you able to get out there any this week, or was you able to?
2: No, I didn't go, I didn't go any this week. I didn't have any trips, and uh, I had my grandson for three days. I played with him. No. And, uh, I had to come back to work to recover. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. I got you. <laughs> my next-door anyway. neighbor
3: had their little. <laughs> anyway, I, I hear you, boss. Hey, man, it's all good in the Tri-Bay area.
2: All right, Hammer, throw him out a number, man.
3: Yes, sir. Everybody have a great Sunday. 713 208 Always all a right. pleasure, buddy. Happy fun all Sunday, right, man. You'll have a great one. See you
2: yep, now. sir. Later. All right. Well, you know Texan Roofing, they're the people I trust. Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever. And they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. In Texan Roofing, they found that the majority of jobs they do, they offered the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty. Along with their honest roof inspections and A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And when you do call them, tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show. And Tim and all of his crew, they'll work directly with you and do a superior job. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600. That's 281-391-9600 or texanroofing.com.
0: What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
2: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. A lot of rain in the area. I was looking at radar again. There's a lot of rain way up north of us, too. A big glob headed towards the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So, Man, how the weather changed just overnight from yesterday to today. All right, let's run down Freeport Way now. Let's check in with Captain Jeff Naylor this morning. Hey, Naylor, what's up?
6: What's up, Captain Mickey? How you doing this morning?
2: Good. How you doing?
6: Man, White Adam Tail. Me and Maya are in here. We're actually uh, sitting on go, ready to go for a little uh, adventure this morning. But, yeah, <laughs> I've been weird all this around. I wake up when I went to sleep. It was slick calm. I wake up this morning. It's White Captain out here at the end of my McDonald's, oh, man.
2: There's gusts up to 45 and 48 out in the guff, you know, off of this, out of the north. And, I mean, it's, uh, you know, yesterday evening I was just kind of bored, you know, waiting on them to put a new umpire in in the Astros game. I want the radar on my phone. I'm scanning around the state, and I'm going, good Lord, look at all the rain on the border down there, Texas-Mexico border. and That's what drifted in overnight.
6: Yeah, man. That's crazy. uh,
2: There's, you know, weather all over the state right now, including the Gulf. It's crazy, man.
6: Three days coming of rain? (laughs) 70%
2: today, 80% tomorrow, and 90% Tuesday. Really? Wow. Let's wash out again. Wow. We we had a pretty good stretch there.
6: (laughs) Man, I tell you. It, it was, uh, it was a beautiful day yesterday. I mean, it was stellar. The day before was pretty good. Um, Thursday, starter of snapper season was, was a little bouncy, you know, bad, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the fish, fish didn't want to cooperate too well on Thursday. This full moon really got them screwed up, too, I'm sure, but, uh, you know, and I'm not real, I still, to the day, you know, I I, I I can't figure it out, i Go back to my logs, fish logs, and everything, and look at the moon phases and everything. And it never jives. I don't understand it. I have some of them, my best days on a full moon. I have some of my worst days on a full moon. So I can't really figure it out. But uh, you know, we 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 obviously caught caught some good snapper and, and everything else seems to be going good. Tons of sharks. You know, oh, it is boy. what it is. Uh, yeah, its what yeah uh, it has been one of those kind of weeks so far. Yeah, no, I mean, it was was great weather for the last few days, and, you know, I can't complain a second. I really wish it would uh, straighten up a little bit, because tell you what, I mean, you know, Mickey, just like I thought, I mean, we were literally putting the last screw in the boat boat as we were driving. (laughs) I I literally, I was driving on blind faith, you know, I went back through that. You know, four or five times, to make sure we had everything. You know, as well as I could get it, and uh, man, you know what? Came out perfect. I just had one little electrical issue. It was a stupid thing on my part. The, uh, I didn't jump. That. Here, oh, here goes. Here goes the tip, just for everybody out there that uh, that you know might do this. You have to have, if you have a uh, a house in a in a mo battery. In order for that motor battery to charge your house battery, you have to jump the negative post on both those batteries. If you don't, it right. won't charge, period. And I knew that, and I know that. I just didn't. Get the, that's the one thing I left out. And uh, so I got a little voltage alarm, stuff like that, by the way through the day. And uh, but we
2: came back, no problem. But yeah,
6: other than that, man, no hiccups. Everything was pretty good.
2: Well, that's good. That, uh, yeah. That's a quick least, turnaround. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to have it ready to kick off snapper season. <laughs> woo.
6: Woo. I mean, I'm telling you, Monty's been down there helping me out, too. And I, I got pictures. Uh, April, April 15th, I think it was. Uh, that thing had no gas tanks in it. Nothing. No, it was I mean, gutted.
2: I remember you sent me the picture of that. I'm going, man. He's he's running out of time. That boat's still gutted, and he's got a long way to go here. Got to put new engines on it and get all this. <laughs> That's a lot of work, buddy. I don't know how you did all that. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. Never again. I never say never, but
6: time is for real. Never, never again. Mm. Man, you know, you know, I'm to turp about those Honda again because I'm a huge fan of SCJ. Man, thank you, Fernando. If you guys ever need anything as far as Honda Motors or Motors in General, go check out my buddy Fernando. He uh, he came through in a crunch. Sent their send his guys down a Friday and a Saturday to come and tune everything in. And uh, man, I'm, you know, before I had my my Yamahas, I would at best get 0.9 miles to the gallon. I'm seeing 1.1. I was seeing 1.2 for a little bit. Uh, yesterday, come back in. I mean, quiet. I mean, stellar motors. Stellar yeah, stellar motors. That's
2: cool. Yes, very nice. That's good to hear. Man,
6: uh, I saw uh, Osharkey caught a, a seventy-one pound uh, uh, cobia yesterday
2: too. Man, there's been Did some he? big ones too. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he said they lost a big one the day before that. Yeah. And uh, lost yeah. a Wahoo and a, and a Kobe, a back-to-back. <laughs> yeah. I think, he got, I think he got redemption
6: for it yesterday,
2: man. 71-pounder, that's a stud. That's a
6: good addition. Yeah, he – no, the person who caught it wasn't in the star. Of course. Huh. We have
2: – we got Wasn't two stars. in the star?
6: Was not in the star, oh, boy. Yeah, classic, man. That's a classic. We got uh, – We'll have one on the board tomorrow, and we had a 45-pound king yesterday and uh, a 20, close to a 20-pound. Well, excuse me. I'll take that back. So we got the king is going to hit the board. I'm not really sure. I forgot what the other one, the snapper, was close to 20. Right. Probably won't stick, but we'll, uh, we'll have one on the board. But to, to go further, um, uh, Sharky told me it was a 91-pounder caught. I love yacht base man there has been some giant cobia car mm. in the last two years i mean giant right. i mean 91 you i mean jesus that's I mean, that has got to be if it's not a whip that's number two mm. i mean
2: was it i sent something on facebook yesterday there were a guy caught a tag redfish, a red tag and a blue tag back to yeah back. that was yeah. Uh, earlier in the week he caught two of them he released them. he put a video on Facebook yeah, let him uh, go. There's a young guy over here, uh, nice guy too, uh, Wyatt Foster. Huh? Yeah. and he was well, he was a guy, so he can't, he can't. Uh, yeah, it's a, that's why he released him. Wow, because he's not eligible.
6: <laughs> yeah, you leave him with the golden ticket. Dang, yeah, boy. <laughs> you know, and
2: those fish will pretty much stay right there wherever you caught them. I mean, they're there. It's probably where they were released and uh, they don't move far.
6: Right, right.
2: So hopefully yeah, they get a paying customer that's in the star tournament to catch one of those. There you uh, go.
6: You guys heard it on the radio probably 10 times in the last two days. Why, Foster? That's the guy. Go find that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, you know, speaking of speaking of wahoo uh, fumbles, we uh, you know, yesterday we were out b uh, fishing, had a stud wahoo come up, and uh, we were kind of chum. We always kind of when we do bottom fishing or stuff like that, I'll leave a float line out the back, and I'll just throw some chum out from time to time just to see what's around. Mm-hmm. And we had a big old wahoo come up, man. And she was just leisurely going around eating all of our chum. And uh, boy, she would look at our the hook in it and just bounce from it. I mean, it was terrible. And uh, <laughs> finally, the righty and man and and uh, we were already so tired; it was bad. She's Still weird. going? Yeah. so What's the biggest? What's the biggest lean you've ever caught? I mean, I think like 89. 89? 89. In all those years, you caught an eighty nine. Have you seen one break hundred? I haven't
2: i heard of one, like 106. 106? I, mean, I think. Yeah, my Uncle Jimmy uh, caught a, oh, this is way back out on the VA fog years ago. I mean, I was a young man. I think he had a 101 one time. Holy that's a cow. That's a beast. Yeah. That is a giant. I, it I
6: thought he was way up there. But... Yeah. I mean, they come, you know, when they get that real big get giant head, and then sometimes they get skinny body, like a big old channel cat or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's wild, man. You know, the the kingfish, uh, man, there's a bunch of kingfish in here close. Hopefully they'll hang around. You know, the reports on the kingfish is,
2: you know, might want to stay in a little close. Isn't that something from just night and day from last year to this year? It really is. It really is. we you know, out in the
6: deep water, we're still not seeing them yet. But I mean, that doesn't always. You, know, that's not yeah. so untypical. You know, so if they're inshore like this, they'll be offshore pretty soon. I mean, it's not a not a big deal. Now there are some big ones. we you know, obviously we had we had one that was like forty, and the other one was like forty-five pounds yesterday. So we had some good ones. We were fifty-four. Yeah, that big, was big good. Ones. Yeah, I guarantee you, there's some big ones. Around right now, look like all the ones sure look like snakes. They do kind of small, some little dinks, you know. And that was the other thing, too, in the, on those uh, those female rocks. Those guys were catching them undersized, they were small, like 25, 26 inches, little dinks, one, two, threes, you know, at the time, but dinks, little smallies, yeah, you know. The uh, and that's such a weird thing because the clarity is like terrible and the and the current is whipping like crazy. Holy cow that I made in short, man, I mean, six, knot drift. I mean, quick. There's
2: snapper there, though. There is some big snapper out there. Boy, there is, man. It. Uh, social media got overwhelmed with snapper picks. Mm-hmm. It still comes. Still Biggins. Yeah, that's that's something. That's going to be the new norm. Let me knock yeah. this break out, guys, and I'll come back to you. What did you run, a 12-hour yesterday, Jeff? I did, yeah. Man, long day. All right, y'all hang on. Let me do this break. I'll be right back at you. And speaking of the star tournament, the 34th annual CCA Texas Star. It's going on right now. That started Memorial Day weekend. It'll run through Labor Day. You've got all summer to fish for great prizes, and it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. With 120 tagged redfish released in Texas inshore waters, you have other species to fish for also inshore like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. And you can offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information And the CCA Star Tournament is brought to you by great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bock, Power, Polaris, Mouty Boats, Texas Fish and Game Magazine, ABC 13, Cryptek, and Coastline Trailers, just to name a few. Again, go to startournament.org, call 713-626-4222, sign up today.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. live from the twin Peaks studios sports radio 610 presents the outdoor show with captain mickey eastman
2: good morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show all right it's uh 434 here in the bayou city let's go back and talk some more with captain jeff and captain monty all right guys we're back and uh that wind's kind of angry in the gulf this morning one it's gusting here to 37. Uh, heck, Ooh. at the Galveston North Jetty, it's 27, all out of the north. So, I storms not. all around. <laughs> I not. Boy, that's terrible. That's terrible. Are you supposed to run today?
6: Yeah, yeah, we got trips for the next two days in a row, so, uh, you know. Oh, boy. I mean, yeah, we were looking at it yesterday coming in. It was like one foot, we, you know, forecasting for Tuesday. I think it's sweet. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Daddy needs a some money here, but uh, yeah, well, we'll probably end up going. There's no doubt about that, but uh, it probably won't be as far or fun as we want it to be. Take that back. We're always going to have fun. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, but, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. A little salty.
6: A little salty, that's it, exactly. Man, uh, you know, the reports I've been getting from all uh, the the tuna are, are on fire right now. Right. Really, uh, they're really digging into them out there in the floaters. Uh, I hadn't really, uh, you know, reports as far as which one's best and all that, I really I think it's pretty shared between all of them. You know, Nance and Boone seem to be doing pretty good, and Hoover seems to be the best right now. You know, right. a little bit of a high but uh the marlin bite, I saw several of the uh, marlin boats out yesterday but I didn't see they were all trolling the shelf, which I'll be honest with you, I mean the amount of weeds out there right now is, is amazing. And I think earlier, you know, I didn't get to get out two or three weeks ago. arky was kinda giving a report on on the uh, weed patches and he said there was huge weed patches. And I think it kind of uh, busted down quite a bit, and there's some good rips because it got them, got them stacked up and then a the long line and stuff like that, which is, should be real good for sailfish and all that other kind of stuff. We did end up popping a couple of yesterday, some smallies, you know, along speed lines and stuff like that. So it's yeah. all good, you know. We got, the, aside from the weather, the future forecast for fishing ought to be real good.
2: Yeah. I see how that one plays out, but, uh, we shall see. It's, uh, it's been a nice year so far. It sure has. Yeah. I, you know, and like I said, I, mind or just talking about it the
6: last, uh, five or six years in a row, you can probably always count on the first week of snapper season being gnarly <laughs> right when you need it. Yes. I mean, it's been terrible. And, uh, you know, here we are in the first day or two. It was pretty nice. I'm thinking, man, this is sweet. We're going to actually get a little, little breather here. And, uh, yeah, like, nope. They're going to throw us a little bone. Megan said there's a uh, tropical storm or tropical depression, too, trying to form up out in the Gulf. So that ought to really talk things up a little bit. Fantastic. Oh, That's part of it.
2: There's a big uh, low pressure down there, you know, in Mexico, right off the coast, between you know, Tampico and Matamoros, down there in that lower area where the Bay of Campeche and the Gulf meet. So we don't, we'll have to watch and see what that does. But a lot of this weather came from that way, you know, yesterday. So sure. And yeah. there's a big glob up around Abilene and all that drifting towards Dallas-Fort Worth area. You know moving to the northeast and then all this this morning it's uh pretty much straight out from Galveston and Port Arthur right now, pretty good uh-huh. little little bunch of thunderstorms out there, so yeah <laughs> now out from Freeport, you know depends on which way you're going south or wherever it's fine if you go east, you might uh run into some gnarly weather this morning, but I don't like no. those winds gusting to thirty four <laughs> yeah. and thirty seven out there. <laughs> yeah,
6: we're actually we've already postponed our trip. We're we're gonna give it another hour and see if uh, it'll kinda lay down. It seems like that the storm kinda move past a little bit. We'll see if it, it uh you know that the one good thing about that north wind is that we'll chill the the wave down a little faster, you know. Um, once it it stops, you know, and I think there was pretty big swells the last couple of days too, which is going to kind of help a little bit dissipate the energy, but, uh, yeah, we're going to postpone about an hour to see how it plays out. Um, we may not be able to, today's a, a, a deep water trip, but we may not be able to pull that one off. We'll see, you know, uh, out, out here in Freeport, like I said, though, that, you know, the only catch the last days has been that current, you know, up in close. Yeah. Uh, you know. I
2: guess it's kind of chilled out further. Uh,
6: yeah. It's way chilled out. I was out
2: a couple weeks ago. He said it was horrible.
6: ripping. I mean, it was even Thursday when we were out there. It was yeah. ripping. And all of a sudden, yesterday and the day before, I mean, Casey said he was out there about 50 miles. He said he wasn't hardly moving at all. He yeah, said on i tell you this. Really? My first thought. Yeah, my first stop yesterday, I had about three-knot, two-knot drift. And That's I came one. back to it on the way back through. And the drift would literally, I was going in circles. It would just bend yeah. me in a circle. <laughs> it was weird. you didn't hit that yesterday. No, heck no. It wanted to have All nothing to do. <laughs> Monty's trying to convince me to uh, get a Rodan, you know, one of the trolling motors for the uh, for the offshore boat. Which, you know, I'm not against, man. It's oh, just, uh, God, I'm looking at the prices. I mean, six, seven thousand. Yeah, what does $1? that
2: system cost?
6: You know, I think it's about three grand for the for the trolling motor itself, and then really you need a lithium battery. I've got too many batteries. I can't put three batteries anywhere in my boat right now, so I'd have to do the lithium and. You know, it'll work out. It'll
2: work. Yeah, that's that's more than the trailer motor for a good one. <laughs>
6: it, but how hey, man to
2: get a ten year warranty. <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah, there you go. It's a safe bet now. But you know, in in honesty, they they do help a lot and I would love to have one. I really would, you know. Um, I think Generally speaking, whenever I'm fishing and stuff like that, trying to stay on a rock, I've done the pass and just turn the boat around and the engines in reverse and kind of try to stay over it. Yeah. Which, it works that way. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that unless the wind is telling and, you know, and the waves, the current's going in the opposite direction, spinning your bow around all over the place. Right. Um, now, yesterday was, good, was a good uh, – a good – reason why I needed it. I mean it, it that current the wind wasn't bad, current wasn't bad, but it, it the current was going against the wind a little bit and I could keep it backed up yeah. very well. kinda of going sideways on me a lot. One. I will. There's no question about it. But here's the thing, like, you know, on those big boats, do you have to put the uh do you have to put that mount you know, like everybody has you know, you see them those rod ends, yeah. you know what I mean? Do I need it? Do I gotta do like a fiberglass mount, or can I just do like a starboard or something yeah, like I, that? Out of Florida, they want my starboard. Did he? Long shaft, though. Long shaft. Yeah, yeah, long, think, long shaft. Yeah. I want to say that that's what the uh, the the feedback and the reviews I'm hearing is even on the big boats. You know, shoot, when I'm in two degrees, that valve's bouncing pretty good. I mean, it, you know. I think 96 inches is the longest one they have right now, but I heard that Rodan coming out with like a 102 or 104 or something like
2: that. And, uh. You'll be all right. Just put it on there. Put it on there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> listen, always Nine. listen to Captain Monty. <laughs>
6: That's it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll, it's like, uh, my customer's going to have a silver motor pretty
2: soon. Yeah. I going to Mine go on my too. dinner is a. I think a 60-inch shaft, and I can put yeah. it all the way down when it's pretty bumpy and it's still it's still hopping out of the water with my bow into the wind. Oh, wow. Yeah. I call uh, that the fish call. <laughs> 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 that blade comes flying <laughs> out and splashing in the water. A little fish call action. You know, call them up. Wh- call them up.
6: Whistle them up, man. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, and the one that I'm on a bait boat, I, I can't – I can't be more than thrilled about it, honestly. I mean it, I put a thirty six volt motor on it, a lithium battery yeah. one. It wasn't the longest like uh hour uh life lifespan, hours, whatever you wanna call it, but uh I never had any problems with it actually dying. Over a two day period if I if I was running hard for a couple of days and had it in the water a lot, the second day it would probably start shutting down about three quarters to the day.
2: Yeah. And I don't know
6: how much – I'm pretty sure that those Rodan, especially a big one trying to pull a boat like that, it's probably going to wear down a lot faster. But, you know, one of my big problems is, like, you know, those those lithium batteries – and I am not – I'm not an electrician. I'm not. But those lithium batteries, you know, they don't actually fully charge unless they have a high-amp charging system. You know, I want to say that the charging systems for those lithium batteries are, like, 30 and 40 amps. Yeah. And – Unless you push that much in it, you know, really not charging it up. So the question is, is there a way to be able to charge it from your boat, from your
2: motors? There is. Out- yeah, with well, really? those high amp alternators, you can. And uh, as you're running, it's charging everything. There's a way to link that. Now it's got to be wired right. James went through all this on one of his whalers, you know, with the lithium stuff, and uh, it's got to be, it's got to be wired right. You know, from your cranking battery through your you know, your PERCO and everything to your to your lithium, you know, if you just have one thirty six volt or however you set it up. But it's gotta be wired right for you know, for the these high amp alternators on these new motors to charge it. Yeah, you probably need that negative hooked to... yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah,
6: duly noted. Duly noted. I'm gonna put that on there. You know, in, in those other two, they have one of the biggest offers in the in the industry right now. I think there's a sixty amp or sixty five amp. I think amp. it's Somebody a ninety, pretty- isn't
2: it? I thought it was like a ninety amp.
6: May very well be. I know it's one it's, of the it's biggest
2: a, ones. you know, it's like a you know it's like a vehicle. I mean it's uh you can charge up quick. Yeah. Well, I
6: think you're right. I think right now I have the two I the port and the starboard motors uh independently charge two different house batteries. And then my two house batteries, I have completely different items on each one. So they're separated. You know, I got one for my critical loads and one for my non-critical. So I have one right now. The, the port, uh, charges the like stereo, you know, non-essential, non-essential stuff. So right. I really have motor. And what I did, you know, they, uh, blue, blue C systems had that really cool, uh, uh, perco and aci or automatic charging ua acr i guess it is yeah. and um, but the way i have it wired just to my motor are actually charging the house battery so i have that center motor that I could ultimately charge that yeah. motor, motor battery with
2: potentially True. good you know, just non-essential for one, and then your starboard, you've got uh, your electronics and everything off that house battery, and then just use your uh, center engine for your, you know, charging up your uh, motor battery. Part. So, yeah. Man, every time I start talking
6: to you about this, I'm trying to hey figure man, out. Hey,
2: man, that's it. why I like bay fishing. Things are a lot more simple. One engine. <laughs>
6: Always so complicated, man. Always complicated. You know, it, it, there is a nest of wires in that boat. I tell you,
2: but hey, uh, I mean, I wish I could redo my Kenner. I, I get up under the dash when I when I put all those trolling motor batteries in there, and I got up under that console. I'm going, man, what a nightmare! Where do <laughs> all these wires go? Yeah, that.
6: Oh
2: Lord. Boy, how would you like uh, to trace a short down and all of that?
6: you know, and really, the sad part is a lot of a lot of boat mechanics and stuff like that. No offense to anybody out there's a boat mechanic, but the you know, a lot of times if you want something new, they just cut the wire, the old wire, they leave it cut on each end and run a new one. You know, and so you end up with the bunches and bunches of wires that don't go anywhere, or <laughs> you got them, you got them spliced in one area, and they're sitting there grounding out to something, you know. And uh, one thing I learned in this whole ordeal, especially with my last boat or with all the last setup that I had was, you know, things burn out so fast if you don't have enough juice to them. In other words, if you don't have good consistency
2: to your bait well. Yeah, you got to get good amps to everything.
6: Man, and it burns out stuff so fast. So, I mean, if, if you – Yeah, uh, low
2: voltage will really mess stuff up. Big time, big time, So, yeah, if you're
6: having a bait well that, you know, uh, pump that's going at a lot or builds pump that's dying a bunch, you need to look at those connections and go back and try to trace it down and find a direct route to wherever the power source is. And, yeah, uh, I, I mean, like be, that. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, and the bad part is, I mean, it could be something as simple as, a, you know, at your switch, you know, the little spade connector is just a little loose. It's sitting there wiggling or something like that and not getting enough, you know, right. connection. But uh, um, not, it is, but worth it nonetheless, yeah, you know. Man, at the at the price of these, mm. you know, got to leave my bait well. My bait well pumps and my wash down pumps, I spent $1,000 in pumps, $1,000. Mm. I mean, it's just crazy, you know, what things cost yeah. nowadays. And, uh, yeah, so for that not to burn out, I mean, it's worth a couple days worth of trying to figure it all out to me, you know. But we'll see, man, we're going going to make a trip out of this today. Uh, Who knows what what exactly is going to happen or where we're going to go. Fishing has been uh, pretty good, as usual. It's a little slow, you know, again, like I said. But, uh, you know, hey, you
2: never know, man. Yeah, that's the—that's uh, the mystique about offshore fishing. You know, it just—you uh, can have one slow day out there. The next day, you can't even—you got to hide behind the console to put a bait on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you saw the load
6: yesterday.
2: what did you think?
6: It was good. It was good. I thought it
2: was—I thought it was very impressive. Yeah. I saw where Crocker he. He, uh, no, it wasn't Crocker. Somebody, it was somebody else. I think he was making a comment on Brian Wilson's catch or something about, about B liners <laughs> had to add a little more red to the box or something. I don't remember.
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, Brian. Yeah. Well, he's been doing, uh, uh, real close
6: trips too. So, you know, you you guys tend to make it out nowadays a little further out to get. I mean, it didn't always used to be like that, right? I mean, you used to go be catch bees, the heck, I felt like twenty miles out at some point. This is quite a few of them, twenty ones. at the twenty one. Oh, yeah, you know, you know, yeah. I found them out a few times, but they uh, they don't last thirty two, but not oh, man, yeah. like lemons like I was cooking today. Yeah, and man. they're smaller. Yeah. But don't don't put it past Brian or Monty, for that matter. These guys are here; they can bring in poundage. I mean, yeah, unbelievable poundage. Meat haulers,
2: man, tonnage. Meat haulers, that's it. Oh, Monty, tonnage. Man. It's the name Dang. of our game. <laughs>
6: yeah. That's it.
2: That's it. As far as Bron- uh, snapper, you know, is it, what does it look? compared to last year i mean size wise is there a, a, a bigger average this year than last year is it about the same or what well i've seen on just on the social media it looks to be pretty good i mean it, yeah i would say a little bigger maybe
6: yeah last year was real i mean it was tough fishing like this time it was like real hard fishing it was it was you know i don't know whether it's the the snapper transition; they they're going from inshore to offshore about this time. Or I mean, uh-huh. you know, it's weird though. Too, you you see them last year, right? I mean, you could see them on the screen. You can you know they're fish, but they just wouldn't eat. You know, right? And this year, I to answer your question, in my opinion, it it, it seems to be a little bit better. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, it's so hard to tell. You know what just based on the conditions and everything, I mean, it was so weird. Last year, I, I rolled across a uh, a pipeline, and, uh, you know, I had a little spot where that pipeline had sticking out of the mud probably or something like that, and kind of was a real hot spot for uh snapper. Well, I just so happened to start there, and it drifted down the, the, the entire pipeline, right down the pipeline, and, man, from two miles, it drifted, and it was just, solid snapper, I mean, just as far Mm. as you could drip, which is not something I would typically stop on or or try, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, So, I had to get pretty creative last year and I went back and tried that that same pipeline earlier or a couple days ago and and, uh, it wasn't like it was last year. So, let me answer your question. I think there is some big snapper out there. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, Anybody who's going to go out probably going to have a good time. I was definitely hesitant to go out too deep today. The last thing you want is a big old storm jumping up on you, especially 45 knots. I mean, good night. That's
2: that's a bad day. Yeah, especially- right before I went on air, I was looking at that 20-mile, uh, you know, 22-nautical-mile t- buoy out of Galveston. It was 47 out there. That was pretty good. Oh. Pretty good breeze right there, boys. <laughs> I don't care what boat you're in. That's pretty good wind. (laughs) Man, I walked out my door this morning. That wind chimed. Definitely talking to me. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely a shocker when I walked out of my door this morning. I'm going, man, look at this north wind. That's when I went to fumbling around looking for my phone, turning radar on. I go, wow, look at all this weather. What happened? (laughs) Oh, well. Well, hey, man, if somebody wants to get with y'all about going blue this year. Doing some offshore, give them some info how they can get a hold of you guys, and y'all can do it up out of Freeport.
6: Heck yeah. You may call at any time 979 417 1013 or go to our website, stslaventure.com. We've got pretty much June and July, part of August, mostly most of August booked on Friday, Friday, and Saturdays, excuse me, Friday Saturday and Sundays, But Monty's got Mondays, and Tuesdays, and we've got some open boat trips coming up. so Pay attention to social media, and we'll be posting those kind of things. Monty's going to have his boat going here pretty at some point <laughs> next year. Next year. <laughs> <So> what- <laughs> All right,
2: guys. Well, okay. hey, y'all be safe out there, and good luck with the weather. We'll see how this turns out today.
6: All right. Appreciate you, Mickey. Have a good day. Hey, one,
2: thank brother. y'all. Y'all have a good Sunday, and, uh, hey, be safe, man. All right, buddy. Later. All right. All right, that's the boys in Freeport. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament. That started last weekend, Memorial Day weekend. It'll run all the way through Labor Day. And it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. You've got all summer long to fish for great prizes. We're talking over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. 120 tagged redfish released in Texas inshore waters swimming around to be caught and other species to fish for like gaff top, drum, and sheephead, And offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And The CCA Star is brought to you by great sponsors like Whataburger, Shellwater Boats, Mustang Cat, Dargle Boats, Haney Boats, Chris's Marine, and McLean Trailers, just to name a few. Again, go to startournament.org or call 713-626-4222 and sign up today.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.